Patch 100 was recorded live for the Melbourne International Comedy Festival at Brunswick Ballroom on April 9, 2022. Hello, look at you all. Welcome to the beautiful Brunswick Ballroom. Uh, thanks so much for coming today, guys. Uh, we've got a, a really fun show for you guys today. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, we just wanted to pay respect to the traditional owners of the land, the Wurundjeri people. Um, want to acknowledge them as the traditional owners of this land, and we'd like to pay respects to their elders, past and present, and Aboriginal elders of the communities who may be here today. Oh, this is very exciting. I'm pumped up. Also, <laughs> it's patch 100. We've oh, been doing. Yeah. Honestly, from the bottom of our heart, we appreciate you being here. It's been five years for us. We started this uh, at my mum's house uh, in 2017, and we're still at my mum's house <laughs> yeah. five years later. This is Christian's mum's house. <laughs> yeah. This is the main, this is the master bedroom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, thank you so much. Uh, we're so happy to be here with you guys for Patch 100. <laughs> the weight of expectation when a waiter asks if you'd like to see the dessert menu? If questions like this have crossed your mind, then you're in good company. Today we'll be taking a closer look at some of the daily habits and social conventions that make up the monotony of life. Let's continue to clean our ears with cotton buds, even though it goes against all contemporary medical consensus. <laughs> Grab your knitting needles and a blanket because it's time for four old friends to sit around and sew a new patch into their quilted friendship. So join me, Dion, under the covers with Christian. Welcome to Patchwork. Josh. Welcome to Patchwork. And our beautiful audience, the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. Thank you. Now, before, before we get started, I just wanted to take us back. This is episode 100, so I thought it would be prudent not to uh, have a look back at how far we've come. So I've got a choice cut from episode... This is literally like the first thing we recorded, so if we can fire up that first clip. Have we have not heard this. Yeah. Hello and welcome to Patchwork. With me is Josh. Welcome to Patchwork. And Christian. Welcome to Patchwork. I went camping. And who are you? On <laughs> <laughs> and I am Dion. Welcome to Patchwork. Um, we thought it would be fit, considering it's our first podcast, to introduce each other. And I will be introducing Josh and Christian, who you've just heard from. Josh wearing at the moment, he's wearing Alana Hill. Um, uh, Josh is wearing a cat on a synthesizer t-shirt. He's wearing khaki shorts and uh, down shoes. Actually, a three keyboard cat moon t-shirt. Sorry, it's not. But they are playing a synthesizer or a piano of sorts. Is that a lineage of keyboard cats? As in grandfather, father, son? Probably. (laughs) Probably. And we have Christian who dresses reasonably well. Mm. <laughs> well, there you go. So that yeah. was the first episode. Dreadful energy. Anyone yeah. any comments they'd like to make about that? Shit house, right? We're all scared of each other. <laughs> Hang on. Five-year-old shirt. Yeah. No, it's longer than five. Oh, yeah, it's longer so than that. So one of the other things I did, if we can bring him up now, I went back through some of the old snaps so we could have a look back how far we've come. Oh. I realised the stupid thing... I own most of those shirts still, and it makes me feel like a fool. But I have all of these old shirts I had for so hey, long. Hey, at least you've still got hair. <laughs> well, that's the big thing, right? Like, looking at these, it's, it's clear how far... Well, there's Laura Dunham, one of our early guests. Um, and there's Andy Matthews, another early guest. But, yeah, we've all sort of had a, a bit of style change. Like, Christian's probably the most dramatic. Uh, there's a lovely, lovely child boy Christian there. There's a great guest um, there. Dion, very... Very similar. It's very similar, isn't it? Very that's similar. That's the thing, my hair's been the same for about 30 years. So, like, yeah. I was going to say, right, you've, you've found your look. 
And you're you're writing that till seventy, right? I am so open to a new look. Are you? <laughs> I am so what? open to oh, it. Okay. Look, look at my beard. I never remember that period of time. Oh, that, that was dark, Josh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> alternate timeline, Josh. But yeah, uh, you you found your look, and you're I found my with look. It. But but whenever I go to the hairdresser, I'm like, what, 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 they say, "What do you want?" It's just like, "Do whatever." And I'm really open to it, but they always play it safe. Nah, of course, of course, they play it safe. Yeah. Do whatever. I'd play it safe if I was a hairdresser. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be a useless hairdresser. Absolutely. <laughs> Everyone like, comes out with that haircut. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Dion special. <laughs> Um, the other thing I, I realised, like, with that, clearly our technique's got a lot better, we're a lot more comfortable doing it. Um, there is one thing, though, that's been happening recently, Dion, oh, that I don't know if you realise this has been happening. Yeah, Normally I pull it down a bit so you guys don't hear it as much, but when you hear the roars, it's quite startling. So this is uh, Dion's recent technique. I don't know what this is. When someone what makes a point, so you it's go, agreement. Oh. It's really lovely because hearing that makes you go, yeah, yeah, great. He's listening. Oh, I'm just so happy. <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh, you're going to laugh every time I do it as well. <laughs> Before we finish patting ourselves on the back, I just thought I'd give you guys an opportunity to hear, as we said, it's Patch 100. There were many iterations of the patchwork theme before it actually became what it is oh, now, sick. which sounds a lot like this. But... There was an alternate theme, which was pretty close to being what we went with. We were obviously three guys. We thought we'd be in the bed, patchwork quilt. This is I called the story time theme. Oh, I don't remember this. Welcome, <laughs> welcome to patchwork. Welcome to patchwork. Oh, I welcome to. So that could very well have been the patchwork theme. Like and we would have got to episode six. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I can't yeah. about that. Now, before we get started, I wanted to know, I, was at, I went to a party recently and I realised that often when I'm going to parties and I walk in, you kind of bump into that first person you know and I find I get stuck, not stuck, but like I start engaging with that person, I say hello to them. I don't go around and do the rounds and that happens later in the night. But when I'm doing the goodbyes, mm. I'm really trying to hit uh, everyone. And I wonder if you should do the same. When you're coming to say hello, should you really go, hey, good to see you, I've got to circulate, I've got to see everyone? Yes. Yeah? Yes, that's... that's. So I've always been in two minds about this, of whether you do just the big kind of, like, greeting, hey, everyone, and then you go off and then find the people that you like. But <laughs> I do think that there's something to be said about going to each individual person, giving a very quick hello and being like, I've just got to make the rounds, you know, finish off all the hellos. Go, go for it, Christian. You want to start? Yeah, okay. <laughs> quick, quick hellos. Because then that's done, right? You don't have to speak to them at all. The exchange has been completed for the entire party. And you don't catch their eye later and then I realise yeah, I haven't said hello yet. Exactly, because then you get stuck, you catch their eye later, and then you're doing the hello chat halfway through the party. Yeah. You know yeah. what's always really good for the, the early thing? Having some beer or something, and it's like, oh, I've just got to go find the bathroom, I've got to find the fridge. That's good. Yes. That's a great excuse to get you some circulation early on. The thing is, is that for me, like, the, the toughest scenario, yes, there's the party. What about the dinner party? There's ten people there. You don't know four of them. Ooh. You know three of them. The one, there's another, I don't even know what my maths is doing, but there's a few <laughs> people you know and you don't I, know. I would say, in that instance, Dion, you need to find your delegate host... 
So you need to find the person who maybe not is the owner of the house or the host of the party, but the person that invited you there, you pay your respects to them. And then <laughs> offer get, a tribute. Offer your, <laughs> offer your tribute, bring things to the house, and then get them to introduce you. That's your hello. Okay, how are you introducing yourself? And if you know a few of them really well, do you You're hug asking a- how you introduce <laughs> yourself to people? <laughs> no, but do you, know, do you hug, like, do you give them a hug? First timer? I'm not hugging first time. Why not? It's an it's a, it's a awkward wave. First time? I've, I've never met you. I'll shake, yeah. I'll, I'll just go, oh, g'day, how you going? What do you reckon? And I'll uh, lean I mean, back a bit to make it clear. Co- <laughs> we don't like to talk about COVID on the podcast, but it's changed a lot, hasn't it? Oh, it has, hasn't oh, it? Yeah. And isn't it so sad? <laughs> but how about the goodbye? What do, you, do you reckon the hellos are more important or the goodbyes? Because mm. I, I, I think I inherently think the goodbyes are more important because I make more of an effort to do that. Oh, really? Yeah. You make more of an effort to say goodbye. Yeah, to get around to the people I've seen that night. Oh, I don't know. You I, want it, You want to make that good first impression, not the lasting. So you oh, think so the hello is more important? Yeah, Hang on. So you're so. saying, Josh, that you're happy with the host of the party just seeing you somewhere and going, I guess Josh is here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to think, because unless... if they, they might not be clearly visible at the, at the start, so right? So you're there helping yourself to a beer in their fridge, finishing the beers in their uh, fridge? Yes. Oh, yes, you are. <laughs> Who's heard Josh did that? that? Any, anyone had Josh finish their beers in their house? <laughs> no, but I think, I, mean, I think I'm talking about like the very first moment, because I'm like, I will happily get stuck into a conversation with a friend and not worry about getting around the room. But the, but the goodbyes, I definitely try and scared around. I think, yeah, the, the hello... Like, that, that first few minutes of when you arrive at a place are so critical to establish your landmarks. You've got, you know, you, you establish drinks, people, um, food, host over there. So immediately when you arrive, you, you just take the onus of yourself for the hello and you've got things to talk about straight away. So the moment you get caught in that first hello conversation, you already got... How's, how's the food? How's great, the food? great spread. Good. Great spread. How good's the dip? <laughs> Can we go even more granular? What are you actually saying? Are you saying hello? Mm. Any Australians out there saying g'day? I find I say g'day a lot more than I realise. I do as well, yeah. Yeah, I feel weird. When I'm overseas, I realise that. I'm like, yeah. oh, man. But you sort of ham it up when you're overseas and say g'day, don't you? Sometimes I think. Say g'day. Bouncing yeah, on the kangaroo. Yeah. G'day, guys! <laughs> I think, I think uh, yeah, oh, good day, man. Oh, how are you going? I haven't seen you for ages. I like that. The, the, the one thing I don't like is when I don't get around to the hellos, what I hate is when you're doing the goodbye and it's like, oh, I didn't, we didn't even get to chat tonight. No, but that's I a, hate that. No, but that's a great excuse to not have to talk to someone. You no, but I wanted, if I wanted to speak to them and I was like, oh, I just ran out of time. Oh, to really? If you'd wanted mm. to speak to them, you would have found them. That, that, yeah. that hello goodbye is the perfect acknowledgement between two people that neither of you wanted to talk to each other. <laughs> Yep. You're happy to exchange pleasantries. It's very Sometimes true. Sometimes it's great. You're it's right. like when you're on public transport and you see someone that you kind of know, don't really know, you're making eye contact with them or you're just hiding the whole time. Yeah, hiding. That's a choice, right? You make a big choice. My partner told me an amazing story. She'd just started working at a, at a new job and got on the tram with someone who had uh, just... She'd met like a week earlier and it was a 50-minute tram ride, train ride, tram ride, and five minutes into the conversation... The colleague said, I'm just going to go listen to a podcast now. And they just left the conversation. I think that is genius. Yeah, right? So brave. That person belongs in the patchwork community. That is (laughs) perfect word, brave. It's brave. Absolutely. Because it's what we all want to do. Yes. Because I think what I would do is I wouldn't sit down to start with. I'd very clearly, my body language would be pointed, Mm. I'm walking down the aisle. I'm going to go, hey, how are you? And keep going. But what's wrong with a chat going for as long as it needs to go? 
It's just the, it's it's the first ten's good, but then if it gets extended, it's just like you're really maybe it. maybe what you need to do go how, where are you getting off? What stop? Start with that. No, <laughs> that's giving them a really no. clear idea what you're getting. Oh, like three at. stops. All right, I'll take a seat. <laughs> do you do you offer at least a share a headphone? Is that the nice transition in? I reckon you would do that. You would absolutely yeah, do that. I, I'd like to stop talking to you, but listen to some music with me. Yeah. And now it's time for Oh Wow of the Week. Oh Wow. Oh Wow. Oh Wow. Pirates used to cover one eye with a black patch to improve their night vision. Oh Wow. Oh Wow. Oh Wow. Oh wow. Oh wow. Yeah, Craig, still with us. <laughs> this next segment, uh, well, it's called Copycat, which is a, a good, fun one we uh, do sometimes. We, what was the first one we did? The first one that we did was Tim the Toolman Taylor's Grunt at the uh, end of Home Improvement, <laughs> which, uh, if you're not familiar with, uh, sounds a little bit like this. That's probably better than what I did the episode. That was very yeah. good. I think Josh won the first one as well, from memory. <laughs> very good. Um, so we're going to play it again. Uh, this one, we've also done like squeaky mouse opening a squeaky door. Yeah. Uh, a, a realistic sneeze, a mosquito at night. Um, <laughs> today we're going to do dragging a chair out on a wooden floor. So uh, we're going to How, how appropriate. <laughs> I know. Probably had a few of those tonight. Should I kick us off? I'd just like to say that we don't like to practice them beforehand. But there was a moment before when we were upstairs and, Josh, you pulled the chair out from the table and I realised how hard this is going to be. <laughs> okay, I'll start. And I realised how bad I am at these as well. <laughs> and you only get one go. I fucking cooked it. A portion of your ticket paid for that? Jesus. <laughs> that is the worst one I've ever done. Oh, my I God. I'm not, I don't want to come down on you too hard yet. Yeah, because I'm still okay. going to go. I didn't know whether to exhale or inhale. I should have inhaled. In yeah. What? You're doing stuff with your breath? <laughs> oh, is that a tip? Um, okay, wait. <laughs> so much better. That's got to be. Pre that's pretty so good. much better. Way, way better. Thank you. Here's Dion's lifelike realistic, which we, he's always the best at this game. <laughs> Shut up! Yours is terrible. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's not bad. <laughs> that's not bad. Your chair. Good. Your chair was very nervous. I know. It's a very nervous very chair. Quiet chair. <laughs> I like that. I think Dion wins. Poll, poll. Who thinks Dion? Yeah. Who thinks me? You're an idiot. Thank you. <laughs> Who <laughs> thinks Christian? Oh, you're... Christians have it. Whatever. The Christians have it. <laughs> I was at dinner with my brothers and had a lovely meal and wandered down Ligon Street. And, of course, there's lots and lots of different ice cream places down Ligon Street. And came across this lovely looking place. And I walked in and I was like, oh, do I feel like ice cream? Do I, really, do I really want this? And I was like, I'm just going to go in there, pick from my palate, my, my, my ice cream flavour palette. So I went in there and then I looked at them and I, and I thought, this job is tough. 
It's a bloody annoying job because you're always being asked for samples and you've just got people... You don't think it's such a bad job, do you? So you're describing a tough job as you always have to give samples. <laughs> I think it's... Anyway, I think it's, I think it's rough. But I said to them, give me a sample of the worst flavour ice cream you've got. <laughs> and they gave me bubblegum, which was absolute garbage. But were they anyway, quite accepting of that? They were accepting of it. They loved it. We had a great right. time with them. Made their day. Um, and then but, you said, I'm the mystery shopper. You're fired. <laughs> Um, and then I got this ice cream, I picked like three flavours, like hazelnut, cookies and whatever, a vomit. I don't know what, what it was. Hang it on, hang on. It Co- cookies and what? It was cookies and vomit. They had it. That was the second worst flavour. Can you give me one example of an actual flavour that's other than cookies and cream? Because cookies... It was a caramel thing. I don't okay. like caramel, but I went for caramel. I felt compelled to go to car- Caramel's for caramel. Caramel's great. Sa- that- samples are tough, right? Because you feel, I feel the onus of after a sample... That's what I need to pick because it's the only thing I've sampled. Exactly. And if, That's if, right. And if it tastes good, what if the others taste shit? Yep. Guess who got the bubble gum to make a point? Did you? I did. What? And it was so Why? dumb because I kind of wanted to make a point. I was like, I want to have your worst. It was very, very high. It was very full. Did you of think they give you more? No, I just joking. I didn't get the bubble okay. gum. <laughs> I got you all. <laughs> what um, a time to tell a joke. <laughs> but then, but I was thinking like. I was offered dessert when I left this restaurant. Mm. I was offered the menu. Oh, so you went to dinner and then you went to the yeah. ice cream shop afterwards. Why didn't I take up the, the offer of the dessert menu? And do you guys take up the offer of the dessert menu? And do you? <laughs> uh, that's a very good question, Dion. Um, I think that in my mind, every time I'm having... Di- if I'm at a restaurant having dinner, um, I've already probably perused the dessert menu when I'm looking at the menu, mm. unless they're separate. It's a fancy restaurant. But I'm looking for chocolates. I'm looking for brownie type things. Yeah. I don't want. I don't want to fuck with fruit. Because <laughs> the fruit's not always fruit, good in a dessert. No fruit. Fruit for me. That's that's a follow up to dessert. Mm. That's that's to cleanse the palate yeah. from dessert. Ha- yeah. Honeydew is very overrepresented in a in a dessert, isn't it? Honeydew, is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, a yeah. Well, it's a thing. I never see it anywhere. And then when you get a fruit sale, it's like, oh, okay, that's 90% honeydew. Great. <laughs> yeah. Great. It's really hard. Honeydew it's all white. and grapes. And grapes. I, yeah. I think I'm with you that, yeah, that's what you're looking for. I, I'll go for an ice cream kind of thing. Yeah. Like a, a, I, but I would look a caramelly kind of thing and a chocolatey kind of thing. Oh. That's what I'm looking for. But really, I'm ignoring yes. the dessert menu probably 95% of the time. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just right. Not interested in it. My main meal is my meal, and I finish that. And I'm happy. But then, like well, you did, but I think mm. as an event, to go to a second location for dessert, that yeah, makes me more sense because it's a bit, bit part of the night. But, Christian, how do you feel? Like, do you feel compelled to order when a waiter comes up to you? Waiter, waitress comes up to you with a dessert menu. You're like, oh, shit, the pressure's on. Uh, no, because like, I think that that waiter has probably given menus to 90, like 100% of people and 95% of them have already gone by the time he comes back and the menu's just still sitting there. So what's your go-to reason for not going ahead with the dessert? Uh, the fact that I want to go to an ice cream place afterwards. You don't say that to them, though. Why would? Why do you need to tell them anything? Just say no, thanks. No, no, no dessert. You for don't me. say that. You say I'm very full. What? Yeah, you make big excuses. <laughs> I'm not a baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I just don't need to say anything. Be like, ah, oh, we're gonna go get some ice cream somewhere else. Yeah, you could say that. That's to them. not That's how you not would say a that, real Christian. No That's way. Not real. I don't know what I'd say because there's too much pressure. <laughs> I find, yeah, I find I'm very, very quick off the mark that they'll barely say coffees or dessert. I'm already like, no thanks. Like, they, as they, they, it's like a str- they could walk past and offer it. What about... <laughs> well, yeah, that's amazing. What about lunches and breakfasts? Are you ordering sweet stuff 
for lunches and breakfast. I can't do it. I I can't order pancakes for breakfast. I can't order. It feels order. weird. To it me. feels weird. Does that feel weird uh, to people ordering sweet stuff? I feel very guilty ordering it. I I like to have a. Am I an idiot? Like <laughs> no, I I think every meal that I eat, whether it be like bre- the classics, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. <laughs> And the one that I haven't told you about. <laughs> Which we'll reveal at the end yeah. of the show. <laughs> it's the big reveal. Um, no, I think breakfast, lunch and dinner, I want to have a full cycle meal. So I want to have a drink, wh- whether it's water, it could be something flavoured, uh, the, main, the main component of the meal, and then after something sweet. Breakfast, lunch and dinner. It, sounds like it doesn't have to be big, mm. but I just want to end the meal with something I, I think I know what your dessert needs to be because you've got a liquid, you've got a solid, you need some sort of gas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> your dessert, give me the whole full spectrum right there. <laughs> yeah, sometimes when you fluff a, hot, a bag of hot chocolate and then you breathe it in, it makes you cough heaps, <laughs> but tastes bloody good. Now, if you do, on the odd occasion you do get a dessert, and say you're with a, a single other person, yep. are you both ordering or are you sharing? Because I'm pretty much sharing about 100% of the time. It's the ultimate, it's the ultimate dish to share. Yeah. Dessert. Do most is. people share or you get your own? Share? Share. But you have to order different things, right? Or you're ordering no, no, one. No, no, no. I want to share. Oh, We're what? not wasting money on dessert. <laughs> no way. No, no, no. No way. Because you want to... No, if you're getting dessert at a venue, then you may as well see what they're doing across the board, right? You get a couple of different desserts. Try a little bit of each one. Share it with the people you're with. Don't just get a single one and be like, maybe I've made the wrong decision here. <laughs> do they do sharing dessert plates? It's a great idea if yeah, they don't. you, mate. <laughs> like, yeah, it's true. But it's so popular for the main part of dinner. Why is dessert so distinct? So, so you're saying that you will order dessert at a restaurant? Sometimes. It needs to be under 12 bucks. <laughs> it, need, it needs to be. That's the benchmark. Don't you reckon it's like 12 or 13? You're not branching into main you know course it's territory. About, it's, it's about that big, right? You know it's, it's yeah. going to be small. You know, And yeah. it's always a surprise. You never, I, I, Whenever I buy dessert, I never know what I'm getting. Okay, tell, tell me this, right? <laughs> you go, it's 11.99, right? And it's a pretty fancy dessert. But, then Josh, but then Josh <laughs> comes in and he's just been to Safeway, Woolworths. And he, he has brought a, a, a home brand Neapolitan ice cream. It's two litres. Beautiful. Slams it down in front it's of good you. good value. Which one? Wait, he's slamming it down in the restaurant? Uh, yeah, and everyone's like, shh. <laughs> yeah, it's B-I-O-I-C. <laughs> um, what, I would, what, what are you preferring? I would, I would get stuck into it. To get the stuck Neapolitan, into Neapol- right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Why is it called Neapolitan out of interest, Christian? I'm just asking the resident. It's probably some region in Italy, right? Always is. Why? Why? Why is it about Italy? Some region in Italy because it's Neapolitan. Yeah, you wouldn't have think. Well, my instinct says Napoleon. <laughs> Napoleon Bonaparte. Was he eating ice cream on his first? <laughs> yeah, that was his three favourite colours. <laughs> so, just back to what you were saying before about the breakfast and lunch. Do you guys do like a lunch time? I don't, uh, dessert's a weird word for it, but I find myself these days my normal lunch is like a roll, and then I'll have a bit of apple and some pickles. Ooh. And so I finish the main Good roll. The Good for the gut. I finish the main roll and then like my little dessert is a couple of bits of apple and a couple of pickles. Isn't it cute when Josh tries to move on from saying apple and pickles really quickly? <laughs> like we're not going to harp on I that, mate. apples and pickles. Apples and pickles? Yeah. For dessert? God, well, sure you, want, you have the pickles at the start and the apple They go dessert. all the way through. I'm, I'm switching between the three all the time. But so, then I always have a few left at the end to just finish off. I, I like where you're going with this. But I don't know about finishing my meal with a pickle. <laughs> Why not? 
That's a great flavour to finish on. Pickle's not a finishing move. That is a great flavour to ruminate in your mouth for the next few hours. There are well, heaps of great flavours. There's a whole ice, a bucket of two litre ice cream. You're having ice cream after lunch? Yeah. Sure. Thank, you. <laughs> Thank you. Surely you're having an apple. Uh, yeah, they're, they're uh, in that's, the mix. That's your, that's your closer. The apple is the closer. It cleans it your does teeth, clean the teeth, I a lot. think. <laughs> right? It well, refreshes dent- your the, breath. The doctor's kept away, so it must be right. <laughs> Can I just say, a hundred episodes <laughs> of this. But Unbelievable. Do you, do you ever, like, finish off a lunch with something? My, yeah, so I think I have, like, there's, there's a weird pressure that I feel for being, well, having Italian heritage to pretend like I want to have a coffee after every meal. Um, every and I do, meal. but the thing is that I love coffee... It's just that every single part of my body tells me when it's trying to fall asleep at 3.30, don't have a coffee now. Now, why have, why have we collectively, as a society, tried to keep pushing on at 3.30? <laughs> Our body's yeah. trying to shut down for the day. Bring on the And siesta. we go, got to get a coffee in me. Got to keep going. <laughs> what would Got to wear myself to the ground. <laughs> would you like to instantly just have a nap then That's and there? That's it. You're wrapping your day up. Your body's like, huh, it's getting a bit dark outside. Yeah. Tough at work these days. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I agree. I think an afternoon nap can do wonders. But I don't, you, you really will go the coffee after the meals. I'm, I'm never really getting a coffee as a finisher ever. Coffee, I'll have coffee or after every meal. I'll have teas throughout the day. I feel like tea is a really beautiful way if you don't want to have something sweet but you do want to feel like you need a finisher cup of tea. I've I've got a weird relationship with tea. I I honestly I don't know if I like it or not but I have it quite regularly. (laughs) That is a weird relationship with tea. It's it's weird because it like What teas are you normally going to? Herbal tea don't get it because it can never taste anything. How long do you need to steep herbal tea for? I never can taste it. How quickly are you do doing people it? know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I'm yeah. thinking you like do it. It's but like give it five minutes at least. No, nah, it's gonna be less. It's gonna be more than ten. Under twelve dollars, less than ten. But anyway, with tea, I don't know. Like, I don't drink coffee, and so with tea, I'm like, my yeah, partner will say, "Do you want, t- do you want tea always... in the morning?" I'm like, "Yeah, right." I'm always going for an Earl Grey. Earl Grey's my rock solid. I love that. What yeah. are you? What are you hitting? <laughs> yeah, let's hear about Earl Grey, baby. Earl Grey. We knew. We knew they'd come in today. <laughs> What do, you, what do you do? Herbal teas normally? I just oscillate between... No, 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 no. I wouldn't touch a herbal tea. Because be a, milk, a milk in the tea is kind of... That's a good to wrap up a meal, I think. Milk yeah. in the tea is yeah. worth two in the bush? Is that what you mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's, what I, that's what I dig. That wraps up my meals. Um, I, I, was, I had a thought, and I spoke to you about this, Dion, and we actually mentioned it in a live stream about a, a week oh. or so ago. Yep. There were eight people watching, I think, at the time, so <laughs> I feel like it's ripe for a larger audience. <laughs> I'm confused why we have an all-day breakfast, but we don't have an all-day dinner. Surely there has to be a restaurant that breaks the mould and says, yeah, get a pizza in the morning. (laughs) Get a bowl of pasta. (laughs) Oh, thank you. Who's getting, like, a 10 o'clock Palmer? No, but why not? That's the thing. Some people like scrambled eggs late in the afternoon. It's a really good point, but I can't imagine myself wanting a delicious steak at 9am. Okay. Well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, steak is a lot at 9, but there might be the person... But do you like... Let's say that you wake up. Josh, you're a little hungover. It's Mm. 10.30 and you've had some pizza the night before. What's going in the microwave? Uh, Yeah, look, that's a really good point. But I don't know if going out for that to get it fresh, I'm not sure if I'm into that. Why not? You have a cup of coffee, slice of pizza... All day dinner. I like it. Maybe I want to see it. Something. I love it. I'll get it done. Hi, 
This is called Wheel of Fortune Cookie. The premise of Wheel of Fortune Cookie, they just established. Some people have been confused by this in the past. Uh, we're establishing a proverb, one word at a time. This meal was delicious, wasn't it? it was great. Absolutely yeah. delicious. The, well, the dessert's a bit expensive, but I mean, everything yeah. else is great. Yeah. Soup was good. Yeah, soup was great. You know the thing about this restaurant? I've got these uh, fortune cookies. They're, they're really... Oh, yeah? They're quite profound, actually. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll open one. It, Josh talks weird in a Chinese restaurant, doesn't he? <laughs> when one thinks that we thought that it went pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> When one thinks that it thought that it went pretty good, surely not. Surely so not. profound. Sion, yeah. so would you like to uh, crack into your fortune cookie? In the grand scheme of things, one never looks at their own Hairline. <laughs> In the grand scheme of things, one never looks at one's own hairline. And let me get my little cookie boy going. Fortune is the only thing that tastes really, really good. <laughs> Fortune is the only thing that tastes really, really good. I get it, I'm behind it, but paper straws, fucking shit. <laughs> How is it that we live in a country that uses the metric system for everything, and yet the only things we measure in inches are TVs and penises? <laughs> We've sent a rover to Mars. We're training computers to think like humans. We've developed weaponry that can eliminate large parts of humanity in an instant. But despite all of this, humans still haven't found a way to say next Saturday without the other person responding, oh, do you mean this Saturday or the one after? <laughs> Let me introduce you to our next guest. Our guest, our first guest. Uh, Michelle, would you like to make your way down here? Michelle Laurie is a stand-up comedian. You will know Michelle if you've been in Australia <laughs> the last 20 years. She's on radio, she's a TV broadcaster, she's a writer. You may have seen her as a panelist on Channel 10's The Project. Listen to her on Nova. She co-hosts one of the most popular podcasts in Australia, Australian True Crime. Please welcome Michelle Laurie. 
Hello, Michelle. Welcome. Thank you. I knew you'd give me a smooch, though. <laughs> <laughs> I was excited. I saw you walking down. I was like, opportunity. <laughs> I know. You're, he's the smoochiest, in case you're wondering. Michelle, you know, you, you've, been, you've come to one of our live shows before. Mm-hmm. You said to us... God, we'd love to, love to get on stage with you. And I think you said that. You might have said that. In fact, no, I think I said that. <laughs> but and I do love are. your live shows. They're awesome, aren't they? Yeah, they are. And, uh, and I, lo- I was brought along to your live show and I had not even heard the podcast at that time by my friend Matthew who said, these guys are amazing. They're fully formed, is the way he described it. <laughs> Which is good for grown men <laughs> to be fully formed. That's ideal, really, in a way. And... I thought, they are, they're fully formed, and why aren't they super famous? That's what I don't understand. You should be. And, uh, yeah, you're great. So thank you for having me on your show. Oh, my pleasure. Our pleasure. Now, I think you had an issue recently with a shopping trolley, didn't you? I have an ongoing issue. Um, I think it's fine. <laughs> if you wa- I like to walk to the shops, particularly when the weather's nice, or any time, really. I like to walk, and they're, they're very walkable from my home. It's like maybe 10 minutes, maybe and on my walk, I commune with nature, <laughs> with the dogs on the way. I know the dogs on the way. Right. You know all Do, the dogs on the way? Yeah, I don't know the names their, okay. their family <laughs> Do, have given them, but I have names for them. Do they know you? Yes, of course they <laughs> so, do. great waggy tail. Well, some of them bark, and I'm like, hey, I'm not going to eat you. Like, we have... You know, the conversations we have all the time. I told you, I don't even eat dogs. (laughs) You think that that's what they're worried about immediately? Oh, shit. Why else are they barking? I'm like, I don't even eat people's families. I tell you every day. (laughs) So we have our conversations every day or there's, you know, other dogs. They go, oh, hey, oh, hey, it's Waggy, oh, hey. Waggy, is that one of the dogs' names? That's a happy yeah, one. Yeah, okay. Waggy and Smooch, apparently. <laughs> yeah, Smoochy. See, that's the way I talk to you. Oh, hey, Smooch. And we have a little Smooch. And so I had the conversation. And there's magpies. I go, oh, hey, birdie. Oh, hey, bird. And I remember when Birdie was a baby. This is like Cinderella. You yeah. Just the, the ten minutes of you walking to the shop. Yeah, and there's spiders that I talk to. And there's, like, the whole trip down there. And then, and then sometimes... And I know what I want to get, but then sometimes I get more. And then when I'm coming out, I go, well, I'm taking a trolley. Got to get a trolley. (laughs) All the way home. Mm. (laughs) All the way home on the 10-minute walk. Yeah. And that's fine, isn't it? Because otherwise, I'm carrying the bags and they're hurting. Well, the question is, what happens to the trolley when you arrive back home? Mm. I park it on the nature strip at the front of my house. Park it. (laughs) Reverse parallel. (laughs) I'm just going to put it next to the tree tonight. Yeah. (laughs) I just park it on the nature strip at the front of my house. Now, I'm thinking tomorrow probably or at the longest the following day... No, stop. I love no. that. No. The operative word there was probably. Probably. Yeah. I'll go back to the shops and I'll take it. Or what if my neighbour... Wants, wants a ride to... in it late yeah, at night maybe. and is 16? Maybe. Or wants to go to the shops. What if little Maggie Tail's dad wants to go or something? Like, it's just there. Like, it's a trolley. I think, I think it's good that you're doing it on your nature strip, but I think, yeah. I think you should put it on your property because otherwise it looks like some randoms just dumped it there. Well, they, well, they have. Why aren't I a random? I mean, what is a random if not a person? Because I think, I think when I see that, I would never presume that the trolley belongs to that house. Yeah, I think it's it's some kids have run off with it yeah. and left it there. Yeah. That's a really good point. Yeah, so apparently kids are always in trolleys, right? I never see it. 
when are they doing this trolley Popular activity? Popular culture, mate. TV, film. The thing oh. is, it's it's very fun going in a trolley and getting pushed the around. Best. It's great. You've done that? Yeah. Yeah. Recently? Yeah. A weeks ago? <laughs> yeah. Um, how many trolleys do you currently okay, have? <laughs> an interesting question because sometimes I forget to take the trolley that's on my nature street. <laughs> oh. Would never have guessed. Michelle's had to hire someone from Coles to put them all on the line and, <laughs> no. and drag them out. And then I go to Coles and I'm like, I'm not going to eat you. Hey, where you tell paper? <laughs> and I get to Coles and I go, oh, wow, I got more than I thought. Ow, ow. Better take a trolley home. <laughs> Now there's two trolleys, <laughs> but I put them neatly, put them together. Oh, yeah. Stay yeah, neatly on the nature strip. Yeah. yeah, on my nature strip. So there's two. Ever taken a basket, Michelle? No, no, that'd be no. Weird, yeah, that'd be weird. That'd be well, weird. Well, that's where you draw the line. Yeah, yeah, no basket. <laughs> oh, it's like this what? massive steel a structure home. A basket is way more practical. I've got two in my boot. And one in my bathroom. Well, that's stealing. <laughs> no, no, no. The thing with the basket is the basket is very uncomfortable to carry. It's as uncomfortable as a bag. Yeah, the bags are much more comfortable than yeah. the basket. But so it's think... great for an, a boot organiser. Yeah, see, so you're stealing. Yeah. I'm not stealing. But... I'm just borrowing it and then taking it back. Michelle, I've got a question for you. How much are you incentivised by the fact that you'll get your one oh, or $2 coin back? Because I never take the trolley back to the bay. I'm, that for oh. me is charity. Like, you know how whenever you go to the shops and you're like, oh, oh, oh I don't have a coin. Yeah. Hopefully I have been there recently in, in my car yes. because I always just go, boop, I'm just leaving this trolley with my coin in it, mm. boop. So there. you're doing that altruistically of like yes. someone's going to come by yes. without a coin, always. they're going to need that service. Yes, and that's me. I honestly, yes, I, I am. Yep. I'm always thinking, I just hope that yep. in that trolley bay, yep. there's going to be some trolleys that haven't been connected. Christian, if, it were, if it's one of those shallow trolleys. Yep. I love a shallow oh, trolley. I know, they're the really? best. Yeah, they're so hard to get, right? They're so hard to get. Shallow is so much better. Shallow is better because you can reach everything really easily. Why are people obsessed with not having to bend down? This is the discussion I had in Hatch 99, the SUV versus the station wagon. Everyone's like, oh, I'm putting stuff in my SUV. I don't have to bend down. How often are you putting stuff in your SUV? All the time. Not often if you don't own one. That's a good point. No, but I think the, the high one's quite good. And I think the deep one, I'm not doing like a $300 shop no, for the no. whole family. If so I get like, a deep one, I'm putting a basket in the deep one. Oh, that's To cool. aid my... I'm not do, you, do you sometimes, you go in thinking this is a basket shop and then very, yes. very quickly you realise I've, I've underestimated this. Yeah. I'm in trouble here. Oh, that's clever. Now so you I go need basket trolley. in trolley. Yeah, yeah basket I don't think it's clever. She, you don't even know if she does it yet. She just said she did. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I do. He's still thinking about his bloody SUV versus... Yeah, I know. He's still I trying know. to bend down all the time. Were you, were you err on the side of basket or trolley? Oh, trolley every damn day. Really? Yeah, shallow trolley every day. Because I, I, I probably have to walk home. Yes. I, do you prefer the basket? If you, if you think it's going to be small, you're like, I should cautiously get the trolley. I'm always... I always prefer trolley because the feeling of leaning on a trolley... As you're kind of like walking very slowly. I know. That's bliss. I know. It is good. I that know. is really that's really my happy so place. Good. And I think you take it outside of Coles, you give me a Bunnings trolley, 
with the flat bed? Oh, oh no. I, oh, hit, I take people out with those all the time because I'm so used to the <laughs> dimensions of the coals. Oh, yeah. I'm dangerous with the bunnies. Yeah, because they always, they always hang so over because you've got far. something long, something yeah. flat packed. What, what do they yeah. want you to put in that? Oh, mulch. Like timber. Mulch. Mulch. mulch, timber, timber, yeah. mulch. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever? Do you ever? Do you still do the? I'm gonna put my feet up on the edge and scoot along a bit here. Uh, oh, I don't think I ever because I was. I never wanted to be the person that w- that tested its balance and then it flipped up. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, I leave. Uh, I leave a foot hanging off the back. That's like my safety break. Like a so, scooter. You're yeah. a very slender boy. Yeah. You're very so, slender. Well, I'll buy a lot of olive oil, put it at the front. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, good. That'll yeah, be sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Your centre of gravity is way... <laughs> do you, do you have it's a sort s- of central, really, isn't it? You're a very... You're planky. Yes. Stand, um, stand, up, yeah. very stand s- up for us, Josh. Yeah, just stand up. It's sort of... Yeah. There it is. Round, really round of applause for Josh's plankiness. Yeah. <laughs> well done, Josh. Yeah. Do you ever scoot around on the trolley, Dino? Uh, I do. Yes, I do. And I don't think that I will get... Like, I'll never be too old to do that, I don't think. No. I think do people, people still do that? Well, you're people a little fella. If I took you shopping you so and you much. started whinging, I'd say, that's it, get in. Yeah, yeah, get in the seat. Get in! Absolutely. And if you put too much stuff in the trolley, I'd go, get in, Dion! And then, and then you'd leave me on the nature strip, wouldn't you? I might. <laughs> How about this? What's your policy, Michelle, with the kids' seat? What kind of objects, if you don't have a child with you, are you choosing to promote <laughs> to the kids' seat? Bread. Thank yeah. you. The soft bread. Always. The softs. Do you know? The softs. <laughs> the softs. Do you know? Some I honestly fruits. still Sometimes don't think. Yeah, I think through that. I'm just kind of jamming everything into the trolley. Oh my god, and you are a maverick. Yeah, and then and then at the end of the shop, I'm like, shit. Do you not think I at all? I better replace my Turkish bread. Do you not think at all when you're loading up the trolley? No, no I don't. Come I, on, mate. No, I. You got to save room at the end for the softs. You're a dangerous. Your, Josh, where did you work growing boy. up? Woolworths. Thank you. <laughs> Same. I worked at. Um, Did you? Yeah, I worked at Bilo. Oh. So if you've Vintage. been a checkout chick like us, um, then yeah, you take this stuff very seriously. You're always thinking, thinking, thinking. Yeah. You know the best thing that's Nothing happened on top of the bread. is the, the self serve stuff. Now they've got the full aisles, and I'm like, I can do it exactly how I want yes. it with a full shop. Yes. I don't have to worry about anyone else. I get to do my own shopping again. Would it be? Would you? Can I just posit a suggestion that you'd really enjoy opening your own grocery store? Oh, uh, yeah, but no one would enjoy shopping there, though. You know that would what? be the problem, I think. You know what's weird? I instantly imagine, like, the guy who runs the candy store in Willy Wonka. Uh, he's <laughs> the best. Do you know, I think he yells at the kids when they eat too much. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be me in my grocery store. <laughs> Get out of here. He's now. angry. I used to enjoy giving people their groceries for free. Oh, really? I was did very that? altruistic. I was so proud of myself. When they looked poor... <laughs> I will judge you. I was so judgmental, but in a really charitable way. And um, I would put my hand over the barcode because you would learn where the barcodes were and yes. I'd just go... And, and would you make the noise? Yeah. Yeah. No, there were so many bips going everywhere. No yeah. one could tell. And I'd just, just slide it past and I was so proud of myself. And I said to Mum, check it. This is how charitable I am. And she said, we'll check this. It's not that charitable when it's someone else's business. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was going to say, Michelle, the two examples of charity you've given are both stealing. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, yeah. And I got fired. <laughs> and then when a friend... Oh, no, she wasn't a friend. She was a girl from school who I didn't like came through and she bought pads. Guess what? Oh, price check. <laughs> You've got to make your own games, right? You've got yeah, to make your own fun with that stuff. Yeah, it's a very powerful position to be yeah, in. Yeah, it was very what, fun. What were some of the highest value things that you could cheat the system with? 
Oh, meat. Yeah. Meat. I meat. heard about this. So you can go to the deli. <laughs> Just gonna, it's gonna be Coles and Woolworths around the corner. I'm gonna go bankrupt within weeks. But um, but you can go to the deli and you can ask for chicken if you know the person, and then they give you a bit of salmon. Ooh. Is that a code word? Feels you ask same. for chicken and you wink, and I they don't know, know what it is. You'd have to know them, I think. And just then they give chicken you chicken to the sea, please. <laughs> or if like you're Michelle, you probably just lean over Sounds and grab like it. Sounds like you could end up with a blowjob if you're not very careful. <laughs> yeah, just come on through to the back. Yeah. Very, very altruistic. Very, very altruistic. Very altruistic. Wow, I uh, love that. I've always been worried about where I bring a trolley because, and I know that it's not in there. I know that it's not in there because it can't be, because how would they manage it? But I fear that there's some sort of tracking. Oh my God. <laughs> or like an RFID thing. Yeah, some sort of like <laughs> GPS geolocator that I'm going to get a knock on the door at 12.30 and then suddenly there's a guy all dressed up being like, you got a trolley in here? <laughs> well, they are quite expensive, I think. Like very expensive. What? The trolleys. The, the trolleys are yes. expensive. Yeah. yeah. I'll do you two for 20 bucks. <laughs> right now. All you've got to do is drive to Altona and I will do you two. Have you ever found a single trolley in the wild, like... In the wild? With, you mean with by the train tracks? Yeah. Right, no, 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 you at Werribee Zoo. Because no. now with... I leave them by the train tracks because my neighbour cracked the shit. <laughs> but with a coin in it. Because yeah. that, that was like the incentive, right? To be like, if you find it, you put it back, you get the dollar. I've never seen a lone trolley that has a coin in it. Michelle, why did you yeah, neighbour crack it. the shits for you well, treating your nature... By the way, nature strip is the weirdest couple of words. Oh, no, nature fine, right. strip. Mm. Chicken strip, I get. Nature strip, I don't. <laughs> um, what did your, what, what your neighbour crack this the shits This is so out? interesting. So he came over and banged on my door and he's a little angry man. And, um, and he said, um, you know, we've got to talk about the trolleys. And I said, do we? Why? He goes, because they're sort of, you know, they're adding up now <laughs> to two. And I was like, yeah, but they're like in front of my house. Like they weren't even in front of his house. I was like, how much of the street are you actually responsible for? People are weird about it's their the nature street. It's the aesthetic right? of their street, right? Because you don't end up doing anything with it. You don't care about it, but you care if someone's on it. Yeah. Or if you see a dog taking a shit on your nature strip, you're like, they're going to clean that up. (laughs) Yeah, right? And there was even this huge bit of tree still on the nature strip from a storm from months before that the council had not picked up. I was like, stomp over there. (laughs) Talk to them about the tree. So in all, my nature strip looked pretty hectic. Like there was a tree falling down, there was two trolleys. It hadn't been mowed would you, Yeah, I was going to say, would you do the mow around the trolleys? I don't mow, mate. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it was looking... That's, that's a good company name, Mow Mate. Okay, yeah, it is. I'm not going to start a company because I don't mow, but, um, yeah, I mean, it was looking pretty out there. But it was my nature strip. Like, his house is neat and his front yard's neat and good for him. Can I just say, just to, just to round things out, I think that if you are willing to give your address to everyone here, we would love to go on Street View, all of us, and check out what's on your nature strip. I think that photo was taken before I moved in there. Yeah, whatever, mate, whatever. <laughs> Thank you, Michelle. Thank, Thank you so you. much. Thank you. Thanks. So we, it's a yes to the trolleys, yeah? yeah? Great, cool. Thanks. All right. Thank you so much, Michelle. Thank you so much, Michelle. We've now got um, Daniel. Daniel, if you want to take, uh, make your way down to the stage. Daniel is an award-nominated comedian and is currently touring his brand-new show, Gutless Wonder, at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. You may have seen Daniel on one of his three appearances at the Comedy Gala. 
He's in the process of once again selling out his entire tour. Um, and uh, Daniel can be seen all across Australia at various times of the year. <laughs> Please give Daniel a very warm welcome. Thanks for joining us, Daniel. Oh, no worries. Thanks for having me. Congratulations on the 100th episode. Oh, thanks, thanks very much. much. Such a lovely event here. It's beautiful. Took us a long time to get there. <laughs> um, so what did you want to chat with us about today? This, I, this... Want, I, look, I, I want to get people's opinion on um, kissing your parents on the lips. <laughs> <laughs> and what age you should stop. <laughs> Thank you so much for the follow-up. <laughs> <laughs> Or we could just talk about enjoying kissing your parents on the lips. But I it came about because I was at the airport. People, you know, international travellers are returning back. It's not lovely to see. And I was out at the airport. I wasn't greeting anyone. I was out there just to watch uh, people return. <laughs> it was nice. I just took a thermos and some lunch and watched people return. And, uh, jumped on a few family huddles. Um, <laughs> they hated it. I loved it. But... Um, I saw a guy, he's like mid-30s, thir- mid this guy, and he came racing through the terminal, mask down, sees his parents, they're early 70s at least, on the lips of the mum, just both masks down, big long... Long. 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 <laughs> it would have been 10 seconds easily, felt like five minutes for me. <laughs> and I was like, that's, that's fucked that whole moment for everyone, isn't it? That is <laughs> disgusting. Um, and I just wanted to, if there's anyone from the government here, we could sort out, get a bill passed. <laughs> As soon as possible, to stop kids kissing their parents on the lips after the age of 15. Sort of like the legal drinking age, mm. you know, the driving age. You get a lippies 15 So you limit. think 15's... I think 0 to 15, go for your life. Go yeah, for it. Do they need a lippy licence as a well? A lippy licence, absolutely. <laughs> yes. It's a great so, idea. But that, that attitude of go for your life, if you yeah. saw a 15-year-old, it's still legally able to yeah, kiss on yeah, the lips. yeah. If you saw a 15-year-old going for their life, kissing their parents in the lips yeah. over and over again, surely that's got to that's come outside of the scope of the law. But they're, they must, they're getting it in before they run out. Because they're okay, not done. Get, getting, yeah. getting they're getting in? all their kisses in. Okay, before that's they, still, I know that it's still a peck, right? It's, it's like, realistically, it's still just well, a peck. Don't, don't it's a direct assume. peck. We're looking at <laughs> yeah. direct peck. And there is the saying, get your kisses in before your 16th birthday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've always said that. Of course. <laughs> but I, I think it would skew way lower because I actually don't have a firm memory of kissing my mum on the lips and I okay. think that's because it stopped at an appropriate age. <laughs> yeah. So I'm happy with that. What about you, Christian? I don't think that my family kisses on the lips. I don't oh. think that that was a thing that we've ever done. But, but oddly, because it makes me feel a little bit uncomfortable, the thought of, you know, kissing. But, but honestly, what's the difference between an inch? Of yeah, right? Yeah. What, is it because this is wetter? Is it the wetness? <laughs> uh, it's, I think it's eroticism. It's yeah, probably. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's about the er- yeah, eroticism. Yeah, there's not many pornos where they're just packing <laughs> it on there. Yeah, just, but if yeah. you introduce a tongue on the cheek. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just a lick of the cheek. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, my theory is you should, like zero to 15, go for your life, and then every five years after that, you move around your mum's head. <laughs> so you just circumnavigate her scone. <laughs> Do you, when you go, the, do you do like a side, you will go there, or is it the polite, you just kind of turn the head and it's like expected? Well, here's where it gets a bit interesting with my mum, because mum always goes for my lips. She comes in for my lips, and I'm like, you don't. And you deny the lips. And I get around to the cheek. Oh. To <laughs> Have you I'm chatted actually, to her about it? Yeah, well, no. No, we'll just, we'll you just, wouldn't. Yeah, I, I sort of, yeah, I've moved around, obviously, every five years, so I'm sort of, <laughs> I get her just behind the ear at the moment. That's where I'm sort of just, she loves it. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> like a dog scratching a dog behind the yeah, yeah, yeah. like, oh, I love that. I love that kiss. Yeah. <laughs> what, what about kissing your old man, though? I, I don't think... Uh, maybe when I was... Maybe, maybe that's zero to five, I guess. I'm not sure. But you can go to 15 if you like. But, but I just... I don't know. I just... Dad would not be into it, I don't reckon. He's an old... Aussie, rough country, Aussie guy. I just don't think... If you moved to Melbourne, sure, he'd probably get into it, but <laughs> he lives in country New South Wales. He's not getting into that stuff. I would love to him to get into it, but he's just, I, it's just not going to... He drives a truck for a living. Like, he's not going to do it. <laughs> Dad, it's what we do in Melbourne. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. I found my... Particularly if my father's changed over time, where it used to be, like, a hug as a kid and a kiss and that kind of thing, and then it moved to shaking hands, because I, I was a man when I was in my late teens, <laughs> um, and now it's swung back to hugging again. Oh, nice. And it's interesting that, like, that's kind of swung there. And it, it's a different type of hug, though, don't you think? Yeah. Like, it's more of a... I think it's a bit... There's more brevity to the hug, to the second, the second iteration oh, of the hug. It's like the awkward dad, like, yeah, good, good, about, yeah, yeah, good yeah. Friend, yeah, it is a bit like that. But also, like, with kissing as well, like, do you ever kiss animals? No, no, no not in that way. <laughs> Just on the cheek. <laughs> But I was like, only up until you're 15. <laughs> <laughs> this, yeah. but, but this morning, let me elaborate. This morning, uh, woke up, cat was there, gave it a good Your kiss. Your cat? Sort of, yeah, my cat. Yeah, okay. A cat. <laughs> not a cat was there. <laughs> not, a, not the animals at Werribee Zoo. But how do you feel about like, kisses to, you know, not just to humans, let's branch out a little bit. I've, like, a nice I've never kissed kiss. an animal in my really? life. No. Well, that's interesting. No, I, I, hope I, you, I was hoping you would say you had. I've... I've, I've I, I, I've never, I've maybe, I've kissed a horse, actually I've kissed a horse. <laughs> yes, I have kissed a horse on the, na- like on the, you know, the on a date. big long <laughs> nose, on a date, yes. Just first date, just on the top of the nose. It's, there's so much surface area, yeah. right? Like you can't you, go you wrong. really can't miss. Yes. Whereas with a cat, there's such a small face. Yeah. You, know, you have to know what you're doing when you're going to kiss a cat. What part of the cat are you aiming for? To be honest, if you're I've, locking on, I've like owned Perlita. cats my entire life. Um, so normally I just put their ear straight in my mouth. <laughs> um, but, but, but yeah, that's true, by the way. All the way. Um, but yeah, kiss, kiss on the forehead, right? Or kiss w- uh, Italian, one on each cheek. <laughs> How about your cat? Where are you aiming? Uh, everywhere. Yep. <laughs> not, not everywhere. Don't, don't, don't. Come on. Not everywhere. Just the, 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 the body and the sort of the... Get up in that. Kissing on the there. body. There's great. Neck and body. Yeah, there's a sort of... The got, neck. Yeah, they've got an erogenous zone. <laughs> no, they don't. That's, that's garbage. Are you getting no, it's hair just, in your mouth? A bit of hair. Yeah, yeah it's a shedding cat. Because okay. yeah. there's, those, there's those people who like... Fully the dot, they'll let their dog like just go to town on their face. Mm. I'm seeing a lot of shaking heads out of the crowd there. What, what do you what do you think about that, Daniel? The the, the dog well, making out with your dog. You've got you've just got to think like with your mum. Obviously, your mum's brushing her teeth. You know where your mum's been, but you don't know <laughs> where's a, a dog's tongue. You don't know where that's been five minutes early. The dog wouldn't it wasn't in your periphery. What's it been up to? Yeah. Then the tongue's down your throat. What about one of those? Tri- <laughs> I've well, seen I've seen dog owners just let it like with little dogs just like full lick their well, mouth. Yeah, it's almost like they think you know how those um the nail salons you go to and the fish to do your feet. I think they think it's like that with their dog that's like cleaning their yeah. mouth <laughs> with little pests and stuff. Does everyone know that reference? What reference Josh has made? <laughs> you know, that's yeah. Southeast Asia when you go <laughs> dip your feet in a bath. Yeah, and the and little, little fish, fish come that... and eat away all the, the dead bits. <laughs> mm. just and you're people out with dogs. And, <laughs> and you're saying you'd like to kiss them on the cheek. <laughs> But I think with the, the, the dogs, I was going to say the making out with the dogs. It's not making out with dogs. But do you think that that is appropriate to be doing by yourself or is like when people are around? I think keep it, keep it between you and the dog. Yeah. I got, locked I got, inside. I got, I got criticised once because my brother's dog, it was like the first time I met him and the dog 
like uh, rubbing it, rubbing, it, licking my hands, licking my hands. I was like, I'm gonna wash my hands. And I was like, Why are you washing your hands? I was like, Could the dog just lick my hands? Yeah. But they were like, Oh, it's our pet domestic dog. Mm. Why are you washing your hands? We know what goes in its mouth. Yeah, well, kind of. It like, still there was... has an asshole. It still <laughs> has <laughs> an <laughs> But I thought that was completely fine to wash my hands after a dog had licked it, even if it's a domestic dog. What do you reckon? Um, I think that, well, again, if it's my dog. <laughs> It's kind of, yeah, that's the weird thing, right? If it's my family, if it's my pet, it's kind of like their saliva, it's safe. It's, I'm happy to have it in my mouth because I, I've, I've, exp, I've, ex, I've been around it enough. But it doesn't make sense. No, so, no, no, but so then because you have that experience then, do you transfer that to guests and you go, it's okay, I've keep, no. keeping an eye on the cat, it's fine. No, 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 not at all, not okay. at all. Because I honestly, and this is not real, I know that it's not real, but I thought that I built up like some kind of immunity to my cats like I was like doesn't matter what they do in the garden because I know the garden as well I know what you know it's a fresh soil like I'm a bit exposed to what's been planted the happenings of the garden so whatever they're doing out there you just get it's fine to be in me as well because it's my home but right? if you saw your cat with a rat in its mouth the day before it's my would rat. you still let it, <laughs> let it have a little kiss do you know well, we share the rat together <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what the one thing that does put you off kissing someone, like a like a like a like an auntie or a, or a or your mum, is if they are wearing lipstick? That is off-putting. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, really? Well, I thought that would be more appealing. To have <laughs> oh no, they, they, a bit of lippy on, right? They look better. Yeah. Well, but just the thought that oh, coming off. There's an yeah, element yeah. of danger yeah. to that, <laughs> yeah. right? That's Absolute. what you're worried about. It's very yeah. dangerous. Does it matter what you're doing that day? That you're like, I if it's like a big. Gala event. <laughs> like, are you worried? Like, is, are you heightened concern there? I think so, especially if they're kissing you on the lips. <laughs> then you can see you got a lot of lippy on your lips, and then you're in trouble. I, I don't. I think it's very rare that I've got like your classic lipstick stain anywhere. <laughs> Does that happen to people legit? Like from a kiss alone? Um, I I can't imagine that someone that I know has that much lipstick, and then consciously puts it on I think my nonna is the only person who will like grab me (laughs) and be like this I'm gonna leave a remnant of myself (laughs) on you so you remember me (laughs) throughout the day and I also yeah and I also think that's why she wears so much perfume so that any time during the day you're like fuck nonna (laughs) buried in there it is a tough thing to do to apply perfume though don't you think like you spray and then you gotta walk straight through it it's like like walking through a milk bar with those plastic (laughs) plastic strips are you saying that you spray perfume and walk into it I'm with Dion. Maybe. It's a great system. I think it's been created to spray on yourself. Oh, yeah. has it? I think that's <laughs> no, but them. if you do it, if you don't want to get too much, it's a, it's a delicate balance. Oh, it's a very right. delicate balance. Because if you're too close, then it's just like wet and it's too much. But the spritz in the air and the walkthrough, does anyone do the spritz and walkthrough? Yes, yeah, so it's genius. 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 <laughs> okay. I just, you just go bang. Bang, bang, like that, and yeah. then bang, bang. Yeah. And you Hang walk, on, you have away. just moved it between three locations. Yeah, or you, don't you put it on where your, your points are, don't you? put it on where you're beating. Yeah, Roger's yeah. own, right. same with the cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Same shit. Why, why is there no direct spray? Uh, I'm not, I think I just like it there. You like I've it there. Contro- I've got control over it. Then. I don't yeah. know where it's going. You control the distribution. You feel yeah. a bit fan- I feel a bit James Bond when I do yeah, it on my wrist as well. Awesome. I don't know why. It feels yeah. like, oh, I've got my cufflinks on and oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, cufflinks make you feel immediately fancy, don't yeah. they? They do, but they're a pain in the ass when you want to roll up your, your sleeves. But look, let's not talk about that now. Um, look, I think to wrap up, if you're 15, just give your mum a hug, I reckon. 
I, what do you reckon? Or well, do whatever you want. I'm, That's the thing. It's a cultural thing as well. I think that. I think that. Oh, well, let me just ask you. Post COVID, mm. kissing on the lips now. Yeah. We're, we're in a different ball game, right? Yeah. But I probably should point out zero to fifteen. I'm being a bit. I've got a bit of leeway there. I would rather it be twelve, but I think there'll be a bit of back and forth <laughs> with the government. They'll want the to push it out to fifteen. So I'm happy to go fifteen. It's a strong voting block. The twelve to fifteen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They'll yeah. be out there. Then. Yeah. And keep kissing on the lips, obviously talking to family if they've had it, Omicron or whatever already, you can get stuck in. Yep. Zero to 15. Yep. But after that... And, and we're putting a time limit on that as well? Zero to 15, five second kiss? Uh, five? Oh, no, you can go for as long as you want, I think. <laughs> oh, okay. Because if it's got to be a law, you should be allowed to get as much as you can in that 15 year you're period. You're a true libertarian. Because you're not going to get it, you're not get, get it ever again. So <laughs> Look, enjoy it while it lasts. Um, I, think, I think we've covered some very good ground <laughs> here. Thank you so much, <laughs> Thanks, Daniel. Man. And no uh, with the kiss on your lips for your mum. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks, Thank guys. You, Cheers, everyone. Take it easy. Thanks, Dan. You know what's really, really good? Really, really good. You know what's really, really good? You know what's really good? When the door isn't labelled push or pull, but you open it on the first try anyway. Really good, really good. You know what's really good? When you take your tea bag out of your tea to put it in the bin and it doesn't drip on your bench at all. Really good. You know what's really good? When you order groceries online and they send you quality ripe avocados. Really good. Really good. Do you know what's really good? When you order food at the bar and you've remembered your table number perfectly. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Off the Patchwork. This has been Patch 100. We hope you enjoyed it. Um, Josh, what patch did you sew into your quilt this week? Thank you, Dion. My patch this week is Christian opening his brand new restaurant, All Day G'day. <laughs> Christian, what patch did you sew this week? Thank you, Josh. This week I sewed into my patch, you, arriving at a party and immediately starting your goodbyes. <laughs> And Dion, what did you sew into your patch this week? My patch this week is Christian opening another restaurant, a brand new all-day ice creamery, serving only one flavour, the chicken bubblegum parmigiana. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for listening to Welcome to Patchwork for another week. I've been Dion. I've been Josh. I've been Christian. And you've been a live audience at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. Thank you guys Woo! so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.